Looking at our world from a theological perspective, this is the Theology Central Podcast, making Theology Central. Good afternoon, everyone. It is Wednesday, March the 16th, 2022. It is currently 12.32 p.m. Central Time, and I'm coming to you live from Abilene, Texas. Now, I don't have a lot of time in this episode, right? This is one of these situations where I just had a few minutes, I ran upstairs, I hooked everything up, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to go live, and I'm going to present to everyone really a question. I'm going to present to everyone a, a, a situation And I'm going to be very interested to get everyone's feedback. And I want you to do your best to support your position from a biblical perspective, meaning I want you to provide scripture. I want you to give me as many scriptures as you can come up with that would provide an answer for this situation that I'm going to talk about, for this question that I'm going to ask. And this question is very much connected with all of the controversy that is going on right now in regards to Grace Community Church, John MacArthur. John MacArthur excommunicated and publicly shamed a woman who was being abused and her children were being abused by her husband. She's excommunicated. The husband goes to prison. The church never lifted the church discipline on the woman never apologize. It's an absolute crazy story. But something happens in the timeline of events that everyone else seems to be ignoring. But to me, it has me completely baffled. It has me so confused. And so I'm going, I want to, I know everyone else is trying to figure out, so who did this and and they did that and what should, uh, you know, John MacArthur say and why won't they respond? They're all, everyone may be arguing about all of that, but I want to take time today to focus on, focus in on the issue of church membership. Church membership. And I could ask you a lot of questions, but here is the question. I'm just going to prevent the, I'm going to prevent, I'm going to present the question right now. I'm, and I, and I'm not going to prevent you. The reason I'm talking about preventing someone, you'll see that in just a a second. I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself because I'm trying to hurry because I have limited amount of time. But here's the question. Can a church prevent you from leaving? You go to your church and you're like, you know what? I'm going to leave this church. I would like to change my membership. I'm going to, I'm going to move to a different church. And that church says, nope, sorry, you can't change your membership. We're not going to allow you to change your membership. Is that even possible? Is that even legal? Is it biblical? That's really the question. Can a church, can you decide, hey, I'm going to leave my church and the church like, sorry, you can't leave. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to go to this church and become a member. Well, we're sorry. You're still going to be a member here because we are not going to transfer your membership. We're not going to transfer your letter. Roundabout way, you're stuck here. You cannot leave. Have you ever heard of anything like that? I mean, to me, that would be insane. If someone came to me and like, hey, I'm going to leave your church. Okay. In some cases, it's probably best for them to leave. You may not think they have Maybe you may think that they're making a bad decision. You may disagree in their reasons for leaving. But in many cases, for them to stick around only creates more problems in the church. They become bitter. You're not helping them spiritually. In many cases, they can become divisive and cause problems. Sometimes it's just best for them to move on. Why would you say, sorry, you're asking to leave. 
you're not going to be able to leave. And not only are you not going to be able to leave, we're going to, well, then we're going to excommunicate you. (laughs) You can't leave because we're going to excommunicate you. Why wouldn't you just let the person leave? I, I like, can a church refuse to let someone change their membership? It, this, this is bizarre to me. So, so here's the questions. All right. Well, I've already kind of given you the first one. Can a church do this? Do you think it's right? But I, I guess I'll, I'll state it this way. Do you believe that it is biblical for a church to refuse someone to change their membership? And what scripture would you use to justify that position? Hey, you can't leave. Sorry, you can't leave. You're, you're, you've got to stay right here. You can't leave. Like, what would be the biblical justification for such a position? And then here's a big question. If you knew of a church that had in their bylaws a basically a paragraph that states under these circumstances, you cannot leave the church. We will not allow you to transfer your membership. Would you still suggest that church for people? Or would you warn people away from that church? And would you possibly classify it as a cult? Now that's, I know that's strong language. That's right. And I'm not, and right now I am not attaching that language to any specific church. I'm just asking a hypothetical question. If you knew of a church that basically had in their bylaws some situations where you could not leave the church, you could not transfer your membership, would you step in at that point and go, I'm sorry, that, that don't go to that church? Would you call it into question? Would you call it, okay, even if you don't call it a cult, would you say that it's cult-like? Would you say that that's manipulative, that is controlling, that is spiritually Would you even go so far to say that's possibly spiritually abusive? It is just absolutely bizarre to me that that there is a situation, and obviously related to the whole MacArthur thing, that appears to say that they would not let this woman change her membership, that she asked and they refused. And that just seems crazy to me. I don't understand what, what benefit comes from that. What benefit comes from that? No, it's almost like, and I know I'm using, I'm paraphrasing a popular song, but it's like you check in, but you can't check out. You could become a member of this church, but you can't leave until we say you can leave. Now, many churches create an atmosphere where, and kind of create a setting where you really can't leave. For example, I've heard churches say, the only acceptable reason to leave this church is false doctrine. Well, that sounds so good, but who's going to determine that they're teaching false doctrine? You may say they're teaching false doctrine, but the church will never believe that they're teaching false doctrine. Therefore, they would tell you you're never allowed to leave. That to me is manipulative. The only reason you can leave my church is when I start teaching false doctrine and I'll tell you when I start teaching false doctrine. I mean, that that's giving you no way out. D- does the Bible offer any specific guidelines on when you can leave and when you can't leave? Like, how far do we take this? And wouldn't you want people in your church who want to be there, not people who are being manipulated, threatened, forced, I, I don't, I don't understand that. Like it, it, to me that that's not a spiritually healthy atmosphere. If someone wants to leave, I want to give every, I mean, to me, I'm not going to do anything. Um, okay. Someone just asked, is membership biblical? 
Signing something with bylaws and stipulations seem very extra biblical and human to me. Maybe I'm wrong. Well, I will say this. I believe membership is biblical for the following reasons. Because the Bible speaks of church discipline. You can't discipline someone who's not a member, right? If you don't have membership, how can you discipline someone? So I think the, the fact that the Bible speaks of church discipline would give me some concept of membership. But when you start having, you're signing, you know, you're signing something, you you got bylaws and stipulations, that's where I start, like how, how like sometimes we have a biblical principle and then we take that biblical principle and when we start fleshing it out, how sometimes it becomes really f- far removed from the biblical concept and it becomes something very man-made, almost like you're, it's not a church anymore. It's like a, a company. It's an organization. It's a club. And you've got to sign this. I, I, I'm not a big fan. I've seen churches where all members have to sign the church, kind of like a church covenant, that you're, you're, you're entering into a covenant relationship with the church and you promise to do the following. And it'll be like, you know, you promise that you'll be having quiet time. You'll be promised that you'll be leading your family and, you know, uh, family devotions or family worship. And you'll ensure that you're at church. And I, that to me is always like, well, wait a minute, where do you just, you just write these rules down and people have to sign it. And then if they don't follow it, then you can what church discipline them. I, I think maybe this entire situation with, with MacArthur and this woman being excommunicated, I think maybe one of the benefits that come from all of this is maybe that we take a look at exactly how we organize things and what we do and how far have we taken it to we, we leave the Bible and it's just come into some man-made organization with man-made rules where people are controlled and manipulated and possibly spiritually abused. I mean, the woman was already being physically abused and now you're going to say, sorry, you can't go to another church. No, by all means, if, if I mean, if, if she needs to go to another church, why would you not try to help her? I mean, she was the one being abused. But I, I, I mean, I don't, the whole thing just seems crazy to me. But I guess the question is, what's your, and a lot of people, I think a lot of people who are a member of a church don't really understand church membership or even why it exists. To me, church membership is there for, because I, I obviously we believe in my church closed communion, so we would not serve communion to other than to someone who is a member because the Bible warns that if you partake of the Lord's Supper and in you know, an unworthy manner, you're bringing judgment upon yourself. So that to me is serious. You've got to kind of fence and protect the table because of the warnings giving in First Corinthians. You can't discipline someone who's not a member. So I do believe that there is at least a a, a biblical idea that would at least lead to membership, but the Bible doesn't talk about signing documents and signing a church covenant and, you know, all of these extra biblical concepts. I think we can take it too far. And uh, it's crazy. And I do have in front of me bylaws from a specific church that does give rules about you when you're not allowed to move your membership. And it is crazy to me but I can't get into that right now. I just want you to start thinking about it and I'll be back live on the air, hopefully around 2 p.m., uh, hopefully around 2 p.m. Central Time. And then we're going to we're going to listen to a timeline of events dealing with the MacArthur situation that leads us right to this question about membership and when can a person leave or not leave? I, I just really want you thinking about it because it 
It just made me, it just felt weird to me that like of, uh, of all the things in the story that just felt the most weird to me that someone wants to leave and you know, I'm sorry, you can't leave. You can't, you're just, you're stuck here. You, you can't go. And I mean, I guess it technically, I mean, she could, I guess, and, or he, she, anybody involved in any church could technically just walk out and go change their membership. And many churches would just like, okay, well, they won't change your membership. We'll accept you into membership and it wouldn't matter. But it's just, why would a church feel like they have that much control? How much control does a church have over someone? I mean, you really, you really start asking some very important questions. But I wanted to at least bring this to everyone's attention and get everyone thinking about it. And then we'll, we'll talk about it again hopefully here within the next uh, a little over an hour. Then I'll be doing live broadcasting from around 2 p.m., probably stop again at 3, then maybe 3.30 or 4, start some more live broadcasting. And then at 7 p.m. tonight uh, from Victory Baptist Church, we'll be working on John chapter 14. So we're going to be doing a lot of things. And then if I need to, when I come back from the church, um, we'll do some more live broadcasting uh, if we need to later this evening. But uh, I think it's an important question. And I, I want you to just give it some some thought. And you may want to, if you're a member of a church, you may want to ask, hey, what, what is there something in the bylaws about when I can leave or not leave? You may want to verify that. And just because I think a lot of people become a member of a church and they never read the bylaws. Right? So, I mean, like, that, that's, that's an important question to ask. I mean, you want to know in case you ever face that situation. And it may obviously give you some insight into how the church views you as a member. Like you're here and you leave when we tell you to leave. You do what, like, again, how much control? So I wanted to bring this up and we'll have uh, obviously more important, we'll have uh, further conversations in regards to this subject coming up soon. In the meantime, you can email me your thoughts or what scripture you think applies or doesn't apply to newsif at yahoo.com. And uh, yeah, I, I, I do believe that there is a, a situation where this goes, uh, this goes extra biblical and becomes very human. I, I do believe that there is a, a serious situation here that we have to look at. And uh, hopefully this entire situation will bring this to light and we can try to figure it out together. All right. So email me newsif at yahoo.com. All right. I've got to stop. I'll be back as soon as I can. I'm just going to leave all the equipment hooked up, ready to go. So as soon as I can, I'll run back up here. And I've got the audio clip that we're going to be listening to queued up, ready to go. And uh, well, we're going to we're going to hear the timeline. And then I'm going to read the bylaws that I have here in front of me. And then, well, you can make your own decision on what you think about all of this. All right. Thanks for listening. Everyone have a great day. God bless.